Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Jennifer Myers, owner of Generate Leaders, sorry, Generate Leadership Solutions, and they help their clients to increase their impact by increasing their ability to influence. And also 90 Day Divas Limited a group of three successful businesswomen who have been serving clients for over a decade in the areas of personal growth, business, leadership, strategy, marketing, and all the technical know-how. Hey, Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. I appreciate it. I always like chatting and talking about business, right? <laughs> well, let's get straight into it then. So uh, before we do, can you expand a bit more on you know, where you are in your business today and the kind of uh, people that you love to work with? So where I'm at in my business today is never where I thought I would be 20 years ago, if you asked me if I'd be in business and, you know, what I'd be doing. However, where I'm at today is loving what I do, which is one-to-one and group coaching through my two businesses. So there's the one that works primarily with uh, teams and corporate teams and Um, you know, people who might be widespread across a geographic region, but really need to have uh, consistent information and training to help them Mm -hmm. deliver to the customers consistently. So that's what Generate Leadership Solutions does around leadership, communication, sales training, that kind of thing. And then the 90 Day Divas serves people who are sitting in a corporate job going, this sucks. I want to start my own business. And I really, I've got a great idea. And so we divas have pulled our heads together and, you know, three heads are better than one. And we help people to get set up the right way so that they have a much better chance of succeeding in business. And we also get the odd folk uh, person in the group who is, uh, you know, they've been in business for a long time, but they're, they've lost the mojo and they just need mm. a B12 injection to say, you can do this. You know what to do. Let's go back to basics and get you refocused. Yeah. Nice. That's two very different um, areas of focus. Um, Lovingly, what do you like the most? Where is your passion? What actually lights you up? What makes the most difference for you? The thing that makes the most difference for me is having an impact. And I can have an impact across both of those markets. They're two totally different target markets. But um, if I know that what I'm putting out either as part of the divas, a part of a trio, or, you know, on my own in Generate Leadership, if what I'm putting out is valuable to the person who's reading it or following the training or watching the video or whatever, then that makes me happy because my mission as a human being on this planet is to have a positive impact on as many people as I possibly can. And if that's in the millions, then I'm a happy girl. 
then hell yes, let's get it into the millions. Hell yes. Now, with with these millions of people that you're going to be helping, where with these different aspects, where is the um where's the similarity? Where is the single thread that's no matter whether it's a big global company or you're just starting out finding your passion, what is the the commonality? Maybe it's a belief, maybe it's a, a barrier. What is it that you found is something that is is consistent? I think across the board, what I found over the last 12 years of doing this is people make business life, they kind of make it too hard and we don't have to do that, right? Life, business doesn't have to be hard. There are ways to make it enjoyable. I want people to enjoy what it is they're doing, whether they're, you know, an independent contractor under the umbrella of a company or whether they're you know, somebody just starting out. I want them to have fun and enjoy what they're doing because then that makes everyone better. So what you mean is we all have this superpower that we can make things even more complicated than they should be. <laughs> I don't know that I'd call that a superpower. That's like a, I don't know what that is. But yes, it is a natural human tendency to, you know, that negativity bias to say, oh yeah, this is hard. Ooh, there's the problem, you know, and looking at the problems instead of looking for how can I do this or how can I accomplish this, that growth mindset of how can I uh, do this rather than, oh, I can't, or that's never been done, or we do it this way. Mm. Mm. One amazing point you just sort of brushed on there is where we focus, where we actually focus our attention, because boy, if we focus on this should be hard. I mean, maybe as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as marketers, we know too much. We know how hard things can be. But if we come with that, that perception that this is going to be hard, we will find all these places where it's going to be hard. 100%. You are totally right. If we think it's going to be hard, it's going to be hard. What was that old quote by, I don't know if it was Henry Ford or somebody way back said, you know, if you think you can, you're right. And if you think you can't, you're right. So absolutely. If you're focused on having that positive expectancy every morning of when I get up, I'm going to do something to make this a great day. And mm. that's the key. I'm going to do something to make this a great day. It's yeah, taking ownership. Yeah. And there's the, 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 the beautiful thing there about sort of confirmation bias that we are, we will prove ourselves right, no matter what that is. So if we're looking <laughs> for the negative, oh, our brain is going to prove us right because it has the filter already pre-built to look for that. Um, yeah. And hey, mm. this is where it can be a superpower because from your experience with working with all these people, you know that you can focus on the negative and go that way or the positive. And if you're going to have a false belief, why not make it a false belief that works for you? Exactly. Exactly. And it's not, it's not that you're delusional. It's not that you're looking at the world through rose-colored glasses or being, you know, Pollyanna, because let's face it, nothing's perfect. No place is perfect. No job is perfect. No role, no business. Mm. Stuff is hard. You're going to have your days when you're like, what the heck am I doing? And that's just reality. But the more you can bring the positive expectancy to each day, the easier time you're going to have. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that Pollyanna syndrome where you're looking at things with an overly optimistic view. Now, we're not asking people to do that. I'm sure you don't with your business. It's about finding that right way of looking at things. And as you said, we're all going to have challenges. We're all going to have problems. It's how we manage ourselves and how we manage the situation. That is where the, the beautiful nature is, right? 
Absolutely. And can I tell can I tell you a little story here? Oh, please about, do. Okay. So this makes me think of, you know, how important that whole mindset is. And it's not related to business. It's related to my family. But um, uh, I'm from the States originally. I now live in New Zealand and have been in New Zealand for the past 12 years. Um, my husband, myself, and our daughter. But when we moved over here in 2010, our whole mindset around the move could have been oh, this is going to be hard. It's halfway around the world. We know no one. We've got no family, no networks. We could have taken that approach or we could have done what we did, which was this is a great adventure. We're going to learn mm. about a new culture and it's going to be so much fun. And I'm so glad we did that because it's made, it's made it successful. And it also made our, uh, didn't make, but it encouraged our daughter who was eight at the time to have a great mindset about shifting too. She wasn't, you know, upset about leaving her friends and all this kind of stuff. It was the family adventure and it worked really well. Mm. So again, the, the, I think this story paints a beautiful picture of what we can all do within our business and also our personal life and the knock-on effect, whether it's direct or indirect to your children, to those around you, to those who see how you hold yourself as, as an employer. It's, mm. all, it's multiple, multiple streams of this. Yeah, you can't separate. It's interesting because, you know, yes, I'm a business coach and I focus on business and I'm pragmatic and all that good stuff. But if I've got a client sitting across from me in a coaching session or, you know, in, in the room, in the Zoom on a coaching session with me and, you know, and it's happened where all of a sudden they're crying or something's happening. I'm like, okay, I'm not a personal coach. I'm not, you know, uh, whatever, but you got to address that because whatever happens in your personal life totally affects what's going on in your business. And I remember mm. sitting across from a client years ago who was, she came into my office and we were, I don't know, six months, eight months into to coaching together. And she started crying in the session because uh, results weren't going with the way she wanted them to go. And I'm like, you're telling me this and you're crying. So what's going on right now for you in your life? And yeah, a story came out of something that wasn't going well in her personal life that she needed to get sorted before she could bring her focus into her business and put it on her business. So, mm. yeah, that that business and personal life they are not separated. I mean, our our physical health, our romance, our business, our financial life, all these different aspects. They're so it's a beautiful ecosystem that I mean, for people listening at home. I and mean, when you first started, uh, you probably went through a phase of focusing a bit too much on the business and going a bit too hard. Um, and you probably learned so many good lessons there, but it's so easily done. But what what happens? What's the knock on effect um, for you? How how was that when you first started your business and you tried to go all in? Well, <laughs> shifting here from the states was a was a intentional effort to slow down just a hair because I've been doing that in the states and kind of burning out a little bit. So even coming mm. here and attempting to grow in the early days, you feel, you feel like, Hey, you need to work with everybody, um, which you don't, <laughs> you know, find a niche and love it. And you feel like you need to be everywhere. Oh, what's that recent movie? Um, everything everywhere all the time or all at once or something. You feel like you need to be everywhere all at once. And it's impossible. You'll totally, totally just overexpose yourself. And um, yeah, you get tired. So pick who you want to work with, pick a couple of places where you can nail your presence and your visibility 
and do those and then expand later on. But when you just go all in, it's exhausting. Yeah. So I used to go for, yeah, I'd like go for, well, I don't know, weeks without any breaks. And it's like, oh my God, then I'd be useless for three days. Like, well, that doesn't work. So let me shift around to doing, you know, a half a day on a Friday. That's just mine. And I can choose what the heck I want to do with that. And that works so much better for me than mm. giving myself permission to not do anything on a given day is cool. Lovely. Just give me the, your mindset though, back at that time, what were, how were you able to justify maybe the overworking, the over delivering, the saying yes to things that you should have said no to? What were you saying to yourself at that time? I was desperate to bring clients in. I was desperate to bring clients in. It's like, I need clients. And that works against us in so many ways because desperation shows up in your conversation and really puts people off. So it's counterproductive in so many ways. If you can just learn. Yeah, I, I was just desperate in the beginning for clients and income and to prove myself, right? To Ooh, have okay. that sense of satisfaction and to prove myself. So it's not just the, the security you're looking for, the safety. It's also the fulfillment, the satisfaction of the ego. Egos are good. Egos are good if we have them under control. They navigate us through. But so you're battling these these two major parts of your world: the safety with finances and the fulfillment with, look, I, I am good at what I do. I can provide value. Mm. Well, also trying to juggle family. So you know, you talk about this whole conversation from I don't know how long ago, right? I'm older than I care to admit, but you know, you've got this whole thing around women can have it all and you know you can have it all you can have work and family and this whole discussion right it's been going on for decades and um yeah it is hard you have to set boundaries you've got to be really good at setting boundaries mm. and becoming effective with your time like focusing on the right things to ensure that you're able to take your business forward while you're still setting aside guarded you know ring fencing time to do things with people who matter to you because that's all, you're not going to have your business when you're laying on your deathbed you got your family around you so yeah absolutely so these lessons that you learned when you were were moving when you were building your business once you realized uh-oh i have to slow it down else this is not going to end well let's make this tangible to where you are with your business now fast forward so what are those lessons and how do you apply them now to continue to keep yourself in the right frame of mind and in the right direction I think probably the most important things that I've cultivated over the last probably six years, six, seven years, because you get through those first few and it's just run, 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 run. But now over the past six or seven, it's really been focusing in on who do I most enjoy working with? Who do I want to build my business with? Mm. And that really kind of speaks to your target, you know, target market, avatar, niche, whatever word you want to put on it. Um, yeah, who you want to work with. Because you can, you get to the point where, you know, ultimately, if you do the things you need to be doing, which is just staying active, right? Activity is key. Um, then you get to the point where you can choose who you would like to work with. So who do you want to work with? You know, figure out those, and, and not just financial or geographic characteristics, but those personal qualities, who feeds your soul to work with, right? Who do you enjoy? Mm. So, so that's you, one how, of those things. 
for that particular aspect, how how did you find that? Because yeah, you of course you can ask who do I want to work with, but it's such a broad question. It's so hard to, and everyone's got different tactics on how to find your avatar, your niche, your person. What mm. was it for you that allowed you to zoom in and find that is it? Is it just by picking and choosing? Is it about your background? What was it that made you find your your people? <laughs> it was a magical secret recipe that I created now. <laughs> It's no, it would kind of it kind of morphed and evolved. And when I stood back and looked at who I was currently working with at a particular point in time, mm. when I decided I wanted to niche because that was going to be better for me to become known in a area. Um, it's really looking at, okay, who have I worked with, who I really enjoyed working with, past clients. Um, I mean, let me write the names down. And let me make a list of everything they had in common and, you know, where did I find them and what problems did they have? And what happened, at least for part of, you know, a piece of what I do in my business is it's me like 10 or 15 years ago. It's mostly females. Mm -hmm. It's mostly 30 to 45. <gasps> um, who are in a position where I just gave that away, didn't I? Who are in a position where they <laughs> want to, <laughs> they want more, um, yeah. but they don't quite know how to get it. And they're open to learning and all those things. It's really kind of just sitting down and making a, for me, it was a, a list of what are the qualities? Where did they come from? Where did I find them? Is it someplace I can easily find more? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with that, I guess, there's something beautiful and forgiving in the the way that you were able to come through this, which was, you know what, all these past experiences, it's okay you didn't niche down right at the start because this gave you the experience, the wisdom to actually find and make the mistakes and allow yourself to make those mistakes. Yeah, I worked with a few people who I never should have said yes to. So, um, and you do that, right? Now, I try to help my clients avoid that by trying to get in, you know, with the divas, get in super early and say, who do you want to work yeah. with? Um, but yeah, I mean, it all contributes. Everything in life contributes to who we are today, doesn't it? So it works. Mm. Yeah. That, that's saying no to the, the wrong clients. So can you think back? I mean, hindsight's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But in those moments, did you have an inkling of intuition or something that was like, I shouldn't be saying yes, but insert the justification? Did you feel that at the time? Um, I did. And in the instance where, and it was kind of the flip of what you're saying, which is, you know, I'd be chatting to a prospect and there would be something there that was in my body that I could kind of feel. I was a little uncomfortable and it's like, mm, I don't know if this is a good decision for me to take this client on, but I would do it anyway. Because as I said earlier, I was desperate, right? And I think everybody in the beginning of business is. Um, so yeah, I should have listened because every time that would happen, there was something that if I had paid closer attention, would have pointed me in a different direction. Yeah. Oh, there's something beautiful about exactly what you just said, being able to follow that intuition, follow that feeling. Our body is here to, to guide us with, with pains and, and knocks and little feeling. Where was it for you? Where did you feel it in yourself that you can now say, this is a signpost, this is what I should listen to? It's definitely in my stomach. So I get little weird little butterflies if something isn't quite the way I want it. 
uh-huh. and I need to check it out further or, um, you know, and sometimes the heart rate will increase just a little bit. And if I'm getting those things, I'm like, Oh, I need to dig in a little bit more and make sure this is right. Cause yeah, it just gets worse if you say yes. <laughs> and so has this stayed with you? The, the signs that you're picking up on the experience you've had, have you been able to identify this? And then you've used this over the years through your business. I've gotten better at it. Yeah. I'm not always perfect at it. Sometimes I'll still say yes to things, even when my stomach goes, eh, and you know, I've got enough experience now that I can make it work or I can mm-hmm. whatever, but it doesn't happen that often anymore. So I'm getting better at listening. I'm not perfect. Nice. I, I like I to think that. I can, I like to think I'm super, super woman. No, I'm actually not. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're up here with our businesses. We're all fixed. We've got no challenges whatsoever. Right. We've, we've got this nailed by now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Whatever. So nobody's perfect in that. What is it for you now? Because obviously you, you coach these amazing women and help make such a difference in the world, but where is it that you're, you're still focusing on yourself? You're still learning what area for yourself personally, as a business owner, do you, are you focusing on right now? So for me, I think it's expanding on leadership concepts and self-leadership for me, like who paying more attention all the time to who I'm being in every situation. Mm. I've always been somewhat of a natural leader. I'm always the person that puts my hand up and says, Hey, how can I help? What can I do? I'll take care of that. I'll take charge of that. Um, But for different reasons. So now I'm checking in and making sure that, yeah, when I put my hand up for things that it makes sense. And I'm not doing it because the ego, because of, you know, it needs to be for something deeper. So that's what I'm working on. And also getting a bit more into, um, uh, you know, the whole mind body connection for me as a human. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. As I think, as you become the leader that you want to be, you find these different paths and there's so many different, there's like a, a catalog, a variety of people that you could be um, so you're able to find and work out who you want to be with your business as a coach. Yeah. Who do I want to be for my clients and how can I be, we talked about, you know, generate helps people, you know, increase their influence, which is leadership. I'm part of the, the Maxwell leadership team, which is an international team around the world. And it's just fantastic. Um, so we come from the, the perspective of leadership, that leadership is influence. And if you're in a position within your family, your community, your business, where you influence people, then you are a leader. So then it's just looking at how do I, how do I be a better leader, a more effective leader and grow my influence? And that's really where that comes from. So I'm working on that within myself. Mm. Beautiful. And you also said that about the mind, the body connection. So it feels like this is maybe a fairly sort of new area for you. Maybe you've dabbled, maybe you've gone through it, but how, how are you finding this new area of exploration for yourself? Um, slightly foreign because I'm one of those people that, um, yeah, I was born in the Midwest in the United States and grew up in a pretty normal middle-class family, pretty practical. Everything was very practical. Not Mm. that I'm a scientist, but I have a very practical mind. And so when I come across, um, you know, things that relate to spirituality, astrology, you know, it's interesting, but I really, now that I've gotten a bit older, I feel like there could be some little gems in there for me that can help me as a, as a human, not that I would bring that into my practice. That's not on my radar at the moment, but Mm. you know, for me as a person, 
hey, can it help me? And anything like this that can help you by association, as we spoke about earlier, it's always going to fall out into your relationships as as a parent, as a business owner, as an employer. Mm. Whatever gifts you give to yourself, it flows out into everyone around you. So I love that you're finding these little nuggets and new areas that, huh, there might be something here that could be huge. I'm a lifelong learner, man. So, you know, if a good day is a day when I learn something new for me and have a laugh, right? Those are the two most important things to me every day. Learn something new and have a laugh. So, yeah, if I can learn something new, that's brilliant. If if I use it, that's great. If I never use it and it's just kind of trivia, that's fine too. I can, yeah, <laughs> sprinkle it so, into a conversation way down the road. Hey, did you know? <laughs> yeah, and it'll pop up at the right time that you need it. But what was I'm it for you? A trivia game, yes. What was it that prompted you to say, yeah, I think I want to explore this? Again, you saying coming from a very logical, very pragmatic background. What was it that that gave you the sort of nudge in the wink that, hey, have a look at this? Being exposed to, and it's me intentionally putting myself out into some different circles. So this year, mm. I've also, last year, um, I've also started writing. So I'm going to be a co-author in a book always doing something new. Um, and that book, right. I've always wanted to write my own book on my own Mm. Jen's book being a co-author. I didn't choose the title. I didn't choose the color, but the concept of, uh, the name of the book is magnetic abundance. And the, the concept of it is, you know, who we are can, who we're being helps us to draw in the life that we want right so it's kind of what kind of what of my superpowers and what part of my story can I use to create the life that I want and impact other people in a positive way so it was a really cool concept and I'm like oh I can get on board with that and that relationship introduced me to a whole circle of people who I never otherwise would have run across who many of them are into um, you know, the spirituality, not religion, I'm not a religious person, but into, you know, spiritual things and holistic and yeah, just interesting things that I've never really been exposed to. So it's interesting to learn now. Beautiful. Yeah. These things, I don't believe in coincidences. These things drop in at the right time in our journey for us to just, it's the universe, God source, again, whatever you want to call it is like, Hey, check this out. And you get the chance to (laughs) see these opportunities, take these resources, or just plow on by. Yeah. And I like to think of myself, I think sometimes in the past, I've been one of those, per, you know, those people that has been like, uh, yeah, that's not really for me and just kind of let it go by. But you're absolutely right. When things, when we're ready to hear things is when things appear, when people mm. are ready to hear what I have to share, people will appear and it's, you know, yeah, it's cool. Beautiful. Love that. Hey, Jennifer, thank you so much for, for your time. Thank you for sharing your story, you know, your, your past, what happened, how you got here and what you're going through right now. It's been, it's been fascinating. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love chatting. <laughs> you're welcome. If people want to find out a bit more about you and, and what you guys do, where can they find you? Well, there's two places in the probably the most up-to-date place to find me is to look me up on LinkedIn because that's got everything up to date. There's a couple of websites out there that you can go to to find out about my businesses. There's generateleadership.solutions and generate is G 
G-E-N-E-R and the number eight. So generate leadership dot solutions and with the 90 day divas, um, that is 90daydivas.com. Super stuff. Well, everyone go check that out. And Jennifer, thank you so much for, for playing along and sharing your story. Awesome. Thanks, Mark. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.